The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not lose. I'm a bad man. I took up the world. And we're going to keep shaking it up. Hey, welcome, welcome, Still welcome. shaking it up. Damn right, man. We could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. Um, my name is EJ, and I got my man. Hey, mate. He's the lockdown corner of the show. We are black in sports, man. We're giving a voice to the people for a culture that won't shut up and dribble. Interviewing the greatest professionals in the game, outside the game, and in the boardroom. We're covering it all, laughing at it all, while providing a platform for, uh, for us to be heard. All right? So, without further ado, man, let's get right into it. GA raised them. All right? The NFL you paid him, okay? He rolled with the 12, but once a Raider, always a Raider, all right? Once a Raider, always a Raider. There it is. International player with a passport. Now he's a local Las Vegas, man. Call him my black Superman cape and all. Hey, without further ado, <laughs> man, we got Roy Hart in the house, man. Clap it up. Beautiful. Clap it beautiful. Up. Absolutely. Beautiful. Hey, man, beautiful. we want to make sure what you feel welcome. Absolutely, <laughs> What an introduction. <laughs> hey, man, so we're going to jump right into it, man. Uh, how we like to start off the show is, a time you shot your shot, man. A time you went for it all, whether it was with the females, it could have been going for a job, or it could have been sports in high school. Just a time you shot your shot and you went for it all. Very young. Okay. Very, very young. Uh, this was back in the ninth grade. Okay. Really, I just realized that situation come down and I was the biggest name in the town. So, therefore, with the situation, I was there, but I was not involved. Mm. So with my name being the biggest name in the town, okay. it was the only name that the individuals could come up with. Uh. And at that time, it made me a totally different person. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You got you to gotta dig into that. We yeah, gotta, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you got to peel that onion back a little more. No question. No question. Um, being, a, be, being a sports figure in little town of Tifton, Georgia, um, 200 miles south of Atlanta, northern Florida is what I really call it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you we was at the skating rink one night. I was in the ninth grade. I was a big kid, but I was only 13 years old at the time. All right. A um, few of my hangout buddies, just hanging out with them, all got in a little beef out front. Oh, okay. Knife came out. Mm. I was there. Didn't even really know that it came out. The only thing I realized that a couple of days late in practice, I had some detectives show up show up at practice yeah. looking for me. This is after they had went to my house huh. looking for me, and then they come to the junior high looking for me, and I'm in the ninth grade at the time. They're not realizing that I'm still a minor. Yeah, minor. I'm just yeah, a yeah. big dude, right, but right. I'm still a minor. And it went into a whole bunch of stuff where me, myself, I got put on probation, but I had absolutely nothing to do with the knife being pulled out. I never knew who pulled it out. Eventually found out. But, of course, I had no one out of that group come up and say that I didn't pull the knife out. Yeah. Out of all the individuals and gentlemen around me. And you just few had of them was a little older. And you had the name. And I had the name. So I caught all of the blame. Oh, wow. Pretty much. So I ended up on probation in the ninth grade, and, and and I had no one of my so-called friends or hangout buddies come and vouch and speak for me and say that, no, it was not Roy Hart that pulled that knife. Wow. We don't know who did it, but it wasn't Roy Hart. So wow. at that point, I knew how many friends I had from that point on. Coming from a hog pen in South Georgia with my grandfather, hog pen. I can tell you right now, at that point in my life, I realized that it was one direction to go, Yeah, and that was... I had no friends to, to count on to get me there. It was totally up to me. And Damn. that was in the ninth grade. Damn. So, that's, you, yeah. Whew. That's wild. Yeah. Man. So, you had to take it from there and just knew that you were on your own and you built from there. Like, you know what, man? I'm going to get myself out of this situation, out of that circle of people. And that, it's only going to go up from here. From that point. Damn. I shot my shot. I put everything into working out. I put everything into going to school. I put everything into learning the crafts that I knew that it was going to take in order for me to be able to get out of Tiff County. Right. Because there was the only other way. Damn. I know wow. my family at the time didn't have the money to send me to, 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 to college, college yeah. right. because I was cropping tobacco on foot in my hand 
during the summer myself. Mm. So Shit. realizing all of that and seeing what the world had to offer at that point, I knew no, I had serious. to run the straight and narrow from that point on. Yeah. And I could only trust a few people. Yeah. And one of them was my mom and the other one was my grandma. Damn. I mean, that's a life lesson that, you know, you have to learn way too early, you know, about who you can keep in your circle. And, and once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's wild. Was it always football that you, that you turned to or was it another sport? Or it was football. It was football. It was football. Definitely because of course being a big kid, I was um, growing up in a household of, of eight kids myself. It's uh, five girls and three boys uh, coming from a large background of family for as, uh, you know, my aunts and uncles, 12 or 13 of them. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of people around. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you always had to be on your toes and on your P's and Q's yeah. to make, you know, to make sure. Where do you fit so, in on that, uh, that those, those, those siblings? Those siblings, I'm number three. I'm number the oldest, three? I'm the oldest boy, oh, but okay. I'm the third child. I have two older sisters than myself, then I have five siblings under me. So, Learning to be a protector also came along with that. Natural. But going back to me focusing on the direction I know I needed to go. Yeah. Came back from my grandfather. Okay. And Speak on that. I relate all the hard work, all the work ethic, all the getting it done, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. to him. Grandfather. To my grandfather, Claude Lee Jackson. So shout out to Lee Jackson, right? Yeah, for sure. The, the, our ancestors that uh, make a way for us. Um, so – that answered the question, what's your connection to sports, right? Yeah. But um, So it's always been football. But um, where was the love? I know you locked in after that incident, but how was the original? Like, did family members play play sports? Or was it something was like that was an outlet for you? What was the connection to sports or that first love? Seeing it as a way of taking the aggression that I know I had and the size and ability that I know I had uh-huh. and apply it in a way that it would not get me in trouble off the field. Gotcha. I could use that as my platform and motivation to 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 take it out, and it was legal to be able to do it. Okay, and that's when <laughs> okay. you know that's when I was able to, and I knew that at a young age. Uh-huh. So you know, there's stories in high school, and my high school was tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Out here, of course, it's ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Yeah, my middle school was eighth and ninth. So by the time I finished the ninth grade uh-huh. and made it over to the high school, I was already starting on varsity. I was strong as all the oh. varsity guys. But what really brought it full circle was my eight siblings. Because growing up on the little road of Golden Road, it was quite a few different families all up and down the road. Okay. And I had two older sisters, and they had all older brothers. Mm. So the one, there was a few different guys my age, but their brothers was older than them. Right. So I had to learn to be big and strong wow. and start to protect like myself my right off the bat, no question. <laughs> I can tell you now, guys, there was times that in middle school coming up, I used to basically hide my BB gun in the bushes to get off the bus to keep these guys from beating oh, yeah, me up. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a matter of of, 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 of <laughs> being tough. It, yeah. it, 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 it came with the territory, Yeah. which it, it taught me really a life lesson about a lot of things really, really young. You know, so it, it helped me continue to build. It uh, truly did. So I'm going to ask a Miles question. Right go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so with that, then, you think kids are too soft because they didn't have that? Kids push budgets these days, brother. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 I'm, I'm not falling it for them. No, I right, appreciate right, right. all the incredible technology and advancements and, 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 and advancement all that stuff, right? To mankind that has truly come. But I can say the <laughs> toughness that it's you get thumbs. from going out <laughs> and, and just and just and just getting it done regardless of the situation right those days are gone you know <laughs> we have machines to do all that work now <laughs> we do not have you know of That's... course we may have one or two men or women monitoring the buttons and stuff they need to push to make the machines <laughs> do the correct stuff they need to do but we don't have too many people out of the fields anymore I can say for as African-Americans, right. now I know a lot of my Latino and Mexican friends, they do still work, work. the fields throughout right. the American uh, uh, South, Northwest, East, mm-hmm. wherever you want to put it. Absolutely. You know, they do some of those cr- still incredible, amazing jobs in order to make the whole world really go. Absolutely. Right. You know, so I'm not saying that there's not any people that work in the fields because I am just that much more intelligent than I may appear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So, Give me transition into, you know, you're that name, you dominate, kind of kind of go through high school. What was the mm-hmm. process of transitioning from high school into college? 
I can and, tell you and now. How did you select did you, college? I heard. Did you play running back? Well, you, no, 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 really. Really, guys, I, I never played running back. I, um, I, uh, when that happened to me in the ninth grade, uh-huh. when I went up to the high school, being the biggest and, and one of the toughest, okay. uh, uh, coming over at, four, at, at right at 15 years old, uh-huh. uh, 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 I, I grabbed a red helmet. You and, I, and I put that red helmet on absolutely every single thing <laughs> that I came in That's contact moving. with. I left my mark on that <laughs> surface or, or individual on every single on one every of them. Damn one I can of tell them. you now, it was just a few guys that uh-huh. would go against me because the years in, in which I played, we the Oklahoma drill was the master. That's oh, what it is. Oklahoma and drill. I can tell you now, if you came in between, uh-huh. The dummies with me. Oh boy. You look like a dummy. All right. I just, can tell you that right just, now. Just in case, can you explain the Oklahoma drill? Just for some of our listeners that may not know what the Oklahoma drill is. I play defensive line. So, yeah. therefore, there will be an offensive lineman in front of me. Mm-hmm. There will be a coach. There will be a running back behind that offensive lineman. Yes, sir. And we will be in between two bags. Mm-hmm. That was a blow, and 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 that was the domain. The running back could not <laughs> run outside. Don't bounce those can't. bags or anything. <laughs> Stay inside those so bags. So therefore, the offensive line had to block, had to try to block me, and the running back tried to had to get through, and it was full contact. <laughs> yeah, I'm full contact. Full contact. Oh, no question, it was full contact, brother. You know, so, 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 so that was a transition yeah. after that incident happened to me, mm-hmm. and going over now to the high school. Mm-hmm. Being on probation, That's right? Crazy. Mm-hmm. Going to the high school, knowing that I couldn't do anything else, and I'm already pissed off now yeah. because they left you high and dry. Had nothing to do with you. Nothing they had nothing to do with me. Left yeah. me high and dry. I had the big name in the town because I was not only playing football, I was running track, yeah. and I was wrestling. Okay. okay, so you was I, wrestling, huh? You wasn't wrestling. You was wrestling back then, huh? Ooh, bro, I was wrestling. <laughs> I wasn't wrestling. Hey, I was wrestling. wrestling. No, I heard it. Oh, no question. I just brother. want to make sure they heard it. Yeah, I yeah. heard it. Oh, yeah, because it came with a lot of slams in behind <laughs> it. No question. Man, I can tell you some stories. The transition over into high school, yeah. when I realized that I could basically earn a full scholarship, uh-huh. I had a gentleman by the name of, God rest his soul, Big John Reynolds. Okay, shout out to Big John. Rest in peace. Big John, John Reynolds was a former Chicago Bear. Back okay. in the day, I don't okay. know whether he made the team or the training camp or whatever, mm-hmm. but he went. You know, he went. He 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 let us know. He even had a couple of you know. I think ex bears come out to the high school at, at come by the high school at that time, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, he 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 looked at me like, okay, well, you know, th- th- this you is going to be the one right here. You can right. do something. Right. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, I got hurt right away. Oh wow! First game of the year, I had a guy come down, fifteen years old. Knowing I was the baddest thing on the field because I wasn't taking it. I was playing offensive line, I was playing offensive guard, and I was playing defensive tackle. Two I was on players. every special teams because I did not come off the field. Yeah, I played the entire sixty minutes. Iron I Man, didn't, I, I didn't come off the field. Iron nah, Man, coach took me that. off the field. I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd have saw that red helmet. Oh, I was pissed. If I could have oh, worn in the games, I would have. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> I couldn't wear it in the game. I had to put the blue one on. <laughs> And, of course, my high school was the Blue Devils. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it uh-huh. is. So when I played, I made sure everybody knew that they was in the hell, same hell I was in. Because <laughs> I, was, I was letting them have it. For sure. You know, going back out there, you know, and, 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 and John Reynolds was, 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 was significant. And, and me, as, as, as a 15-, 16-, and 17-year-old, those years of making sure that even during the offseason of football, uh-huh. he would have me in that gym. Yeah. Now, him and the gentleman by the name of Roy Mac Williams. Oh, my God. Coach Roy McWilliams and John Reynolds, they would lock us in the weight room, meaning padlock on the inside with the key, working out in there with us. No yeah. one could leave, leave the weight room. Are you getting this in? I like it. Dude, That's I was doing I, I was doing it. 315 as a senior Ooh. in high school. Ooh. I was benching 315. That's, That's a, dangerous. That's a man. Yeah. That's, a, that's definitely yeah. a man strength right there. <laughs> That's that wrestling strength I was right undersized, <laughs> though. I was undersized, but – being a defensive lineman, that's why Vince Dooley didn't come recruit me. Okay. That's why none of the Florida schools recruited me. The only major scholarship I got after recognizing in the ninth grade that I was going to need a full ride, not a half scholarship, yeah. which I got a lot of, quite a the few partials. offers of those, yeah. Yeah. was to the University of South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I was just fortunate enough to be playing with a gentleman by the name of Willie Hill. Mm-hmm. He was a running back. Okay. That's maybe that maybe that's, got that's us confused. Good. Yeah. He's the running back, fullback that had got recruited 
by 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 Bill Michaels and Jim Washburn, who come in with Joe Marshall, New York Giant great, uh, 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 at the University of South Carolina. There. Yeah. So they come down to Tiff County and flew me back on this little plane and stuff. I thought I was big time. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was big time. Okay. I was getting picked up at the airport that I saw planes flying on, and I had never been on one. Okay. And I was, so that you know, was, your recruiting was the first time you were on one? First time I was ever on an airplane. It, you know, it You're was, like sold. It was big time. I, I'm going there. <laughs> well, it, you know, I cool. had someone there that I knew. Okay. So it made the transition kind of easier. Mm-hmm. You know, but of course, coming up as a young man, you know, you go through a lot of things. I was holding it all inside, but yet and still, though, I was tough. I was true to who I was, but I still had my issues also, mm-hmm. you know, because most people don't know. I'm not ashamed to talk about it now, but, you know, uh, as I learn and know, know about life itself and, of course, the human body itself, coming up, I was drinking too many sweets as a youngster, and my bladder didn't quite develop, so I was wet in the bed. Mm. So I was even wet in the bed when I went off to college. Oh, yeah, wow. that's different. Okay. To have that experience but it did not on. deter wow. me from still going and doing and right. being and becoming the man I am right now. I, love it. I could have easily let that stood in the way. Right. Yeah. But I explained to my coaches, my mom and also I you know, I had my own room there at the University of South Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was pretty neat, pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't abuse it. I didn't go in as a bully. I didn't never was a bully. I didn't like bullies. I don't like bullies to this day. Um and the one thing about it was I got bullied about it, but I didn't care. Yeah. I heard the talk around campus a little bit, but I didn't care. Yeah. Because guess where I was the man at? Yeah, right. Between <laughs> Go the back lines. to the University of South Carolina. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Defensive player of the year two straight years. Yeah. Led Saw the team in tackles from nose guard. Yeah, that's, that's incredible to no, me, that's man. I led the team in tackles from nose. If you played linebacker behind me, good luck in making a tackle. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I got there first. <laughs> well, that was the main objective 100%. is to get to the football first. <laughs> so you know, it, it was it was it was it was just that. I but love you it. know, I had my issues there also. Mm-hmm. Like I say, now we've come up through middle school playing football. I've come up through junior high playing football. I've come up through high school playing football. Mm-hmm. I'm into college now. All those years of playing football. That's why I say we'll go back and talk about some of the things about how I feel about that. Yeah, we'll sure. get into that for sure. For sure. So take us into the draft process. We just had the draft that just kind of went down. Were you getting more love from the draft, or was it the same thing in college where only certain people were looking at you now? It was I only mean, certain people looking at me. I, I mean, I you was, even beasted out. Yeah, I was, I was, on, I was undersized, but it's okay mm-hmm. because you could never measure the size of my heart there it and is. the size of the motor. And that will. Those two things uh-huh. create will within that no one can measure. There it is. And, of course, a lot of recruiters and a lot of draft people have fell short yeah. on a lot of different individuals that they didn't see that in but thought maybe their football skills or their size wasn't up to what they were looking for. Can we say Lamar Jackson? <laughs> you know, so, 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 a lot. so. There's a lot. Yeah, Of course. And they talk course. about the combine now. It's not even, it's a glorified track meet. So coming yeah. out of the University of South Carolina, you know, I, I really I wasn't even looking to get drafted. Oh, really? I didn't have a draft party. I didn't have anything. Um, we were just chilling in a room, me and my girlfriend at the time and the parents. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just relaxing and stuff and, and you know, all of a sudden I got a call. You know, I did that? I did get an agent. Yeah. I didn't go to the combine. Yeah. Even though I knew I was one of the top, top. defensive linemen in the country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't no doubt in my mind. Yeah. I didn't go to the combine. I didn't get invited to the combine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it didn't didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I you know, because I had other skills that I was going to be able to fall back on because I had been working since I was six years old mm-hmm. down in the hog pen with my granddaddy. Mm-hmm. Just didn't know it, but I was having a good time. Yeah. But he had already taught me yeah, how sure. to go right. out and work hard how to work. and provide yep. for yourself and your family. Yeah. So 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 whether I got drafted or not, it mm-hmm. didn't bother me, but I did. I, you know, Seahawks didn't have a fifth-round pick, okay. so they chose me in the sixth, sixth round. round. Yes. What was that feeling like when, when your name was called, you got that phone call, what was that feeling that went through you? It was amazing. Yeah. It, you know, it was amazing. It was a, it was a, it was a really um, touching moment. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing from where I started to where I am now mm-hmm. as being drafted into the NFL mm-hmm. and being part of a elite fraternity yeah. for the rest of my life. life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no matter what. You know, mm-hmm. and I can tell you now. Just this past year, I was up in Seattle, and in Seattle at the twelfth at the twelfth man facility there, mm-hmm. uh, they have what they call uh, the Seahawk wall of fame 
mm-hmm. and uh, uh, no, 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 all time members. Okay, and it's every draft class yeah. and every name yeah. and every, every year. Yeah. So of course I was able to find a draft class of eighty three, yep. and or well, eighty eight, yep. eighty eight, and then my name is up there That's big on time. that wall. So it will remain on that wall as long as there's an NFL, as long as there's a Seahawk. Yeah, you know that of course my kids yep. and grandkids can go back and look see. and 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 see and build on. Yes. Love that. You played with uh, Sterling Sterling Sharp, right? I played with Sharp. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I played with Sharp. I did. Uh, of course, I can remember even, you know, Sterling, the bad boy, mm-hmm. you know, incredible football player, incredible person. Mm-hmm. Um, just the years that we was there, you know, we, we he was offense, I was defense. Yeah. So we really didn't communicate a whole lot. But, of course, you know, we we, 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 we knew when it was, it was time, time to make a it play was, or not, yeah, you know, is. on right. offense or defense. There it, it is. It's yep. something needed to be, needed to be had, you mm-hmm. know, of, of course, we, hey, it's, it's time. time. Yeah. You know, and I can tell you now I had a pretty, pretty good record. At my years at the University of South Carolina, yeah, yeah, no question, I yeah, I had a pretty good record there. Yeah, yeah. we we beat some of the tops in the nation. Mm-hmm. We really did. So it was, you know, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, like I say, uh, nothing can replace it. Really, for sure, nothing what, can replace it. Take me to because you you grew up in Georgia, mm-hmm. went to school in South Carolina. Yes, obviously the culture is a little different than flying across the country to Seattle. So was there a culture shock when you first got to Seattle, right. or was just you was just there? It didn't matter. It, it really didn't matter to me. I was there to play football. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. know, I knew I leave a little, leaving a little small country town, going to another big country town right. as yeah. in South Carolina. <laughs> right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Right. So, right. so, so nothing against South Carolina. Beautiful, beautiful people, but that's still what it is. Right. Um, going to Seattle, it was just a different experience and the different people in the way that they approached you, the mm. way that they addressed you. Okay. It was completely different. Okay. You know, um, uh, uh, I just saw a, a demeanor that I had never seen before. I'm still on the West Coast now, truly, because of that demeanor. Demeanor. Oh and wow! How I was, how I was uh, uh, received. Yeah, yeah. No question. Yeah. No question. Okay. No question. That's the, so yeah. even though okay. uh, you know I, I love the East Coast, all my relatives, sisters, brothers are back. Go back there. Right. Yep. Um, to this day now, my you know my wife, my daughter, and all out here on the West Coast, and I guess we can still call Vegas the West Coast. Now. <laughs> so, 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 so. Um, you know this this is this is home. Okay. Roots is South Georgia, but but Vegas is, is home. There it uh, is. But going to Seattle was 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 beautiful. But I had yeah. to be know, awesome. it opened my eyes in a way that that South Georgia never never would have never could have right. if I didn't get the opportunity to leave my little hometown. Right. So you know awesome. that was that was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Well, got to jump into it, right? Let's do it. Let's talk about the Raiders. All right. I've been in Vegas now since 1994. <laughs> By the time they get here. <laughs> you was waiting on them, huh? Well, you know, we all have heard things in the past. No, you know, absolutely. I, I, I've heard the, 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 the Raiders should have been in Vegas back when Mr. Davis was commitment to excellent. Correct. Absolutely. Way before he even had to sue his business partners to move to Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Which was a coliseum. Yes. That really wasn't built for football. Yeah. Still not. Still not built for <laughs> yeah, football. I mean they're doing different. some they're yeah. doing some modifications. I can tell you now, field. guys, being out on that field. Okay. And I'm quite sure both of you guys play football. Yeah. This is what a lot of people miss. Even and just really quick even you played and even then. coaches. So let's clarify yes. that you played and yes, when the team was in LA. Was in LA. Yes. yes. I played for the Los Angeles Raiders defensive tackle nineteen ninety one. Mm-hmm. Look man. Mr. Davis, and knowing a little bit about a background and about the history, okay. if that man come to you and say, I want you to play football for me, you must be a hell of a football you know, player he, yeah, he knows at, 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 at what you do. Right. right. So that's what I can share with you. Because he knows the game on every level. No question. On yeah. every level. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So you play with Art Shell. Art Shell was my head coach, yes. Art Shell was my head coach. There's, there's, I mean, this is always a topic that we talk about, about black head coaches in the league now and back then and what that number, how I feel that number should grow, how it's under. So did, was there a certain uh, amount of, like, responsibility playing for a black head coach? Was there uh, – I just just take me back to that kind of relationship because I think he might have been the only one at that time in the NFL. As a, he was the first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, was he was the first. first. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yes. It, 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 was, it was a feeling and, and a satisfaction knowing that you could see someone else as you calling it. Call yeah, the shots. call the shots. Right, making making the decisions. Right, H N I C, huh? Hey, yeah, no question. <laughs> exactly. And I'm talking about big. Oh, yeah. word. 
Really? In every single way. Yeah. I love that. Personality. Uh-huh. Appearance. Heart. Yeah. Okay. In every single way. Mm-hmm. But demanded. Mm-hmm. Respect and didn't even have to say it. Love that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. That's what I tell you. Okay. Yeah. So it was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. You know, for myself. That's big. You know, time. because of course I was coming out of the world league at the time. Oh, so the- I had already played a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, just being able to be chosen by Mr. Davis and coming in and then having Art Shell as the head coach, you know, I it was it was it was a world for myself. Yeah. You know. Give me somebody offensive line wise that you were like, okay, yeah, that's that's a tough date I had. Or somebody that maybe was a big name, but you was like, "Yeah, I handle him." He's oh, soft. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Steve Wisniewski. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Wisniewski. He was he was a t- he was tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that right now. Going yeah. up against Steve Wisniewski was you. You better sure. strap your chin strap on three, four times. For sure. When you can't you know, even say so, the name, you know, you know it's a hard. Yeah. Name. Like, yeah. Wisniewski. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm amazing. I can still even think. I, I, I know why I still think about it because of the battles that we had. So you know you don't forget those don't forget type of those, battles. Right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. then you know maybe up in Seattle I would say uh 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 um. That just gave you the route. Someone that's just like your damn well, maybe. Well, well, you well, was eating them up, he, too. He, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't realize my background that I came from. Okay. Because I told you I wrestled. I didn't wrestle. <laughs> I wrestled, right? Right. right. <laughs> because it's different. Mm-hmm. So I would say Brian Millard. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, wow. because I'm trying to make the squad. Okay. He's a veteran. Yeah. So I'm strap it on because okay. I, I I need to show. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I need this yeah. And he's a veteran and yeah. he's like, look, veteran, you know, you, look, you're coming rookie. up in here, you better slow down, you know, do whatever. You must don't know how we do it practice. Right. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. But yeah. I got Chuck Knox, you know, school uh-huh. of hard knocks. And yeah. I got you know, gotta try to impress. So, yeah. so so we was going at it one day and and um you know, I was letting him have it. <laughs> Rook was letting him have it. He wasn't liking it. You know, that. and he wasn't liking it. So of course we started and he uh-huh. and he thought maybe he wanted to, you know, Get get big, huh? Pump a chest a little bit. Ah, uh, see. Yeah, he did. He didn't yeah, realize he, that I, I wrestled. Right. I didn't wrestle. I wrestled. So when he grabbed me, he realized at that point he had did the wrong thing. A, Keeping the real he, go wrong. You know he fucked up, right? Yeah, he ended up he ended up on his back. You know he fucked and up. And the vets right? had to say, "Oh, Rook, get off him! Get off him, Rook! Get off him! Get off him, Rook!" So 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 you know I would say, but you know, Brian Millard. Hell of a football player too. Right. Yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm not just picking on Brian. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really giving him his props. No, yeah. You know, because you know he was, he, he was teaching me a lesson in a way. He was mm-hmm. a vet. And, and he was a vet. He was like, You're yo, right. <laughs> right, 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 man. You must know what's going on. Right. But, we, we, we have ten padded practices a week <laughs> versus now we <laughs> have twelve padded practices a year. You knew I was gonna get that one in. Yeah, you had that. to. You had to though. You had so, to, man. So then. Give me the scene of being a pro football player in La La Land. It's <laughs> the Magic Johnson days. Yeah. Well, start, well, before well, we talk about that, just well, give well, us the well, fun time. Yes. And then we'll get into it. It was fun. That's showtime. Yeah, that's showtime. It was showtime. 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 Come on, guys. You know you couldn't turn a corner. It didn't make a difference whether you was mad or not married. You couldn't oh, turn a corner. You, yeah. couldn't turn, you couldn't walk Unless through. some, you know, somebody's daughter. Or somebody's son was trying to get next to you or get mm-hmm. into your pockets or some Once, kind of way. something. So you had to, you know, you had to always be on your P's and Q's and know that everyone come at you, they have an angle. <laughs> you know, so they had an angle. But me, myself, I was married at the time. Okay. So to a beautiful Canadian girl. And and um, and uh, so I, I wasn't out of the bout too much. You know, us football players, we have our little things that we go and do and we go and and, and chill, and mm-hmm. we in our little own little clique, cold, yep. and, and we don't, you know, we don't let too many outsiders in because 100%. we pretty much already know what the you game know. Is. And me, I learned in the ninth grade. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, off the bat, yeah, off the bat, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned in the ninth grade because you know I ain't tell you guys about my high school days of girlfriends, but in the tenth grade, I went over senior girl. I mean, he's my boyfriend. I say yes, I am. <laughs> So, so you know, I learned yeah, it. They, I, they, they, they was choosing all the way back to See you, see you, girl. She's choosing. like, oh, no. These are that he's my boyfriend. So, you know, she was fine and good looking, too. So I didn't, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't fight. You rolled with it. But, but, but her dad didn't like me too much. Mm. Her dad did not like me too much at all. God rest his soul. Mrs. Stanley just passed away here, you know, a while back. But then, went, once, uh, you know, once he realized that, okay, I was a hard working young man. I just wasn't there, you know, to, to date his daughter, you know, you know. Some come out of it. Of course, we didn't end up, you know, being 
you know, couples later on in life here. Right. Even though, you know, I was, I'm glad we didn't go. I would trade my wife and wife in now for, yeah. for not one single thing on the planet. There you yes, go. sir. And that includes money. <laughs> <laughs> so we did touch on it. It was like the showtime, but that was uh, that year. Was 91. That year? 91. 91 was a huge year. That was the year. I was sitting in Red Lobster with my wife when the okay. news come over the TV. It, yes. Okay. Magic Johnson is retiring from the NBA. Uh, he just announced that he's uh, contracted the HIV, HIV virus. Yes. yes. And, of course, at that time, with the world not being too knowledgeable of just how it was transmitted and what it takes in order to receive that virus into your immune system. Right. We thought it could just get it from blood landing on you and all yeah. of that. But yep. Sweat. Oh, uh, we, yeah, we've, we've, we've come a long way as mankind. <laughs> and I'm glad we have. Uh -huh. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and, of course, people are living, and, and, and we, we passed that virus. Yeah. Now we can't drink Coronas out here. Oh, no, that's the, corona, that's the coronavirus, ain't it? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey. You could go into any gas station, liquor store, and there ain't nothing but piles of Coronas in there. Everybody drinking Heinekens. And, I know the beer company hate their name right, after that. They hate it, boy. Come on, man. I want to what? Come on. You named us virus after my brand of beer. Who's the scientist that thought of this? I'm suing you right. because of America is the greatest country on the planet. There you can is. sue people for oh, absolutely nothing and win. Defamation, right? Coming win. after them. Yes. I Weird. love it. I love but yeah, it, that was the year, 1991, Magic Johnson had come uh, out that he had contracted the HIV virus. That was crazy, So, man. you know, that kind of like shut down everything. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that shut down everything. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of like tickled up the world. Oh, it was like, Magic uh, got bit. it? Because everybody's like, Magic got it. Like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, it was a perception of what people thought. You got it. And it was only it. like gay men and all, like yes. all of just every misinformation from top to bottom. Yes. That, that slowed everything down. Oh, yes. A lot of misinformation out there. I'm going to keep all of this hearsay to myself. There it is. information <laughs> that's floating around out there. I'm quite sure about myself also. So uh, I'm going to keep this, uh, this, this hearsay, the, the majority of it to myself. There it is. But I can tell you what, that was that was a, a, a trying time. I'm sure. Especially... Him being married, yeah, and contracted yeah, yes, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, then the wife's yeah. not having Happy. it, yeah, but he's had it. So mm -hmm. you know, it's 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 it was it was it, it shot a lot of men down. Oh. It like it put a lot of men like, Ooh, honey, oh, we good? Yeah, I ain't going to We ain't doing it. Uh, I'll, I'll be home right now. I'm, I'm, I'm headed home right now. Come Where you on, at? man. Well, we just got to practice. I'm on my way. I'm at the red light. I'm right around the corner. Well, because you know, quite a few of the wives are like, uh, 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 we need to go get tested. Yes. <laughs> we need we need to go get tested. Okay. That's all. That's crazy. All right, man. So let's let's fast forward, man. Let's kind of get into current topics, right? So yes. Um, what got you here to Vegas? Still chasing the dream of playing pro football. Okay. Um. Ninety one. Played for the Raiders, 92. Of course, negotiated with Mr. Davis. Things didn't work out. I got a better deal with the Jets. I went out and didn't make the squad. Mm -hmm. I ended up in Canada. Mm -hmm. Playing for the Hamilton, Hamilton. Tiger Cats. Yep. Yep. Ended up on, on a contract up there. And um, the fall of 93 come through. The winter of 93 come through Hamilton, Ontario. Okay. And I was in country South Georgia. <laughs> you can look it up right now. Bro. That's a different type of cold. That's a different type That's of weather. That's a different type of cold. We ain't even talking about cold. cold. We talking about weather. <laughs> I, I, even though I had been in Seattle and I knew what snow was and what it looked like, I had been in it before. Uh-huh. I hadn't been in it in this capacity. <laughs> if you know where Hamilton sits, down there around them great lakes down uh -huh. there. Yeah. The bottom of Lake Ontario, then another lake to the south, one to the east, one to the west. Right around so you. Surrounded. I can tell you now, that storm come down through there. Mm -hmm. And after it thawed out, I looked at that man and I said, you know what, brother? <laughs> I got one year left on this contract, but I'm out of here. Deuces. I'm going back to America, back somewhere where it's warm and hot. Oh, and he said, you know what? <laughs> right to the desert. Oh, no question. But he said, you know what? He said, heart. We starred Canadian League teams in America. Yeah, we are. Yeah. 
He said, Las we Vegas trade you to, ha- we trade you to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, Las Vegas, how quick can you get my ticket? <laughs> how can you get my ticket? You I'm know, <laughs> How quick can you get my ticket? Yes. Well, because I had been through Las Vegas in 1991, and this is in 94. Mm. And the experiences that I experienced in 1991, believe you me, I wanted him to get my ticket the next second he said it. <laughs> I wished he would have had it already printed. Right. But I had to drive back. Of course, uh, uh, up there with the majority of my goods and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they traded my, my, my that final year back to Las Vegas here for the Las Vegas Posse. Posse. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I played for them that year, and I tore my knee up for the second time. Mm-hmm. 1984 at the University of South Carolina. Was the first. And, 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 and then, of course, uh, 94 here in Las Vegas gotcha. playing for the Posse. And it took me three years to get my leg back where basically it looked like a human leg from my knee down. Gee. Wow. Uh, doctor looked at me and told me. Just um, repairing it and the multiple yeah, surgeries. And- multiple surgeries to get all the blood flow back right to my leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's smaller than my left leg left, now. Right, right. It's pretty much going to always be smaller no matter how much I continue to work out on it to do with it because the blood flow is just not correct back in it right. when you do stuff to it. But then they cut on it. You know, like they did back in the day to try to get in and fix it. Right. You know, they cutting it up too, like they ain't doing no damage at all. Right. You know, we gotta do. And we it, gotta, it, yeah, it's not those yeah. small insertions yeah, that they do a, right now with no, the kids it's with, not, with, but, with the thumbs. Yeah. yeah, but I had some major damage done. So, Damn. but even with a lot of the, you know, a lot of the, if they do, if we do, still do major work with it in order to get in there, mm-hmm. they really gotta, they really gotta put a, put a still to this day, still to this day, uh, the might. Minor stuff. You think I scrape something down mm-hmm. or, or or smooth something out? They can go in with those arthros with the arthroscopic and stuff like that. But right. if they got to get in there and put the them ligaments back in there, they they gotta, they gotta you know, like of course. Well, look at the scar that's on the uh, on um the Warriors. What's his, what's his name? Uh, Clay Clay. Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson's knee. He's got a pretty he got nice a scar he's on got there. a pretty nice scar on the front of his knee there. Mm. You know, so it, it ain't no little small incision. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, if they really gotta do some some repair that, you know, to make it make it strong and wow. stuff. But hey, you know. It wow. led me to Las Vegas. There you go. Got traded out here uh, from the Hamilton Tiger Cats to, to Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Nevada. <laughs> so you've been out here then? Nineteen ninety four. I can tell you. April twenty third. 3.33 p.m. in the evening, <laughs> rolled in with my big blue 500 SEL Mercedes okay. into the Valley of Las Vegas. There it is. 20 minutes later, I was speeding in a school zone <laughs> and got a ticket. <laughs> Already contributed revenue to the city, huh? Ooh, <laughs> luckily, I had the car still packed down and, and and the Canadian plates on it. There you go. So, you the, go. so the, 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 the nice officer said, Mr. Hart, Slow down in the school zones. I say I was doing the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, but the school zone speed limit was still 15 miles slower yeah. than the, the normal, normal speed limit. Posted. So I was going 15 miles over the speed limit. <laughs> but I was doing the normal speed limit. There you go. So he was very, very nice. Please but I can good. tell you now, that 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 was my next power move, and I didn't even know it. Nice. Okay? There it is. That was my next big power move, and I didn't even really know it. Planning to the pros was good, but right. I can tell you I didn't really get into the right system. Being the size I was, I was more of a John Randall type player yeah. than a than, than a setback Reed type yeah. player, which gotcha. the era come from. Right, yeah. and that's what Chuck Knox in the scheme wanted me to re- so require to me to do, which I was able to do. Right, right. That's why I was able to make the squad. But you're just saying, but putting you in a better situation. Putting me in a better yeah, like situation. Like what Aaron Donald yes. does now. Oh, no yes. question. Yeah. Well, That's you can true. go back and look at my college scheme. Jim Washburn really created it. We called it the jump. If you go back and look at some of the universities, it's, it's, it's all there. Uh-huh. Yeah. You would see me. I'm in the backfield in the snap of a hat in the backfield. Mm-hmm. But it didn't translate into the pros too well. But I'm in the fraternity no matter what. I always Absolutely. Be there. there it is. I always there. be there. <laughs> so when – um. When did you start seeing a lot of the players move here? Like, is there was there any kind of since there wasn't uh, pro football here? Did you start seeing some of the guys move here? Because I know there's a couple guys here that I just know from from being here, right? Of course, of course. Um, Napoleon. Yes. Um, yes. Oh, why am I drawing a blank? Hawkins. Yes. Um, Jay just moved here shortly. Yes, Jay. He just, Jay, yeah, Jay Jay's yeah, on Jay his like, second week. And, and, yeah, and, and, and you know he was just up in up in uh, up in Utah up there. In Utah, that's but right. why do that commute? 
why oh gotcha. it doesn't make any sense to continue to do that commute from 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 utah where he was up there to down to las vegas especially now that we are transitioning and i feel it strongly from a gambling mecca mm-hmm. to a sports mecca in the valley of las vegas absolutely yeah. you know of course i still hear some hearsay but the money is here and where <laughs> the money is they say if you build the infrastructure, they will come. They will come. <laughs> and I can tell you now, since 94 that I moved here, mm-hmm. there's been a better of 2 million people moved to the Valley of Las Vegas. Oh. Mm. From Boulder City right. to Mount Charleston, mm-hmm. we are have around 3 million people. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that is the infrastructure that truly is needed to support sports franchises. And you got to yeah. realize that a lot of these people have moved here from other Cities, cities right. that house sports, sports. franchises. Yeah. Absolutely. So now they have not only teams to root for within their city, mm-hmm. they can see their team also yeah. come and come play in yes. the Valley of Las Vegas, which that's, is incredible. That's beautiful. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But um, the players started uh, 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 transitioning here way before I even uh, had an opportunity to get traded to the Valley of Las Vegas. Really? Okay. Um, most of us know Las Vegas is 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 a state where there's no state tax. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's only federal tax. Mm-hmm. So of course, if I don't have to pay any state tax, your money lasts I can, a little longer. Uh, your money go further. <laughs> For yes, sure. it does. It goes further. Mm-hmm. So of course, a lot of the players and pro athletes throughout the major sports would call Las Vegas or the state of Nevada. Their, their home, home. base. Right. Gotcha. So therefore, now they only pay taxes when they go and play in that, that state, state. Yep. not the entire state taxes. Smart, that is. So, okay. you know, it was, it was smart uh, on their behalf. But now, since we have really become a sports mecca, and of course, we're all part of it. I tell people this all the time. I'm a numbers type guy. I'm 54 years old. Do the math. Since the beginning of mankind, before we started doing all the things that we do mm-hmm. to live longer, to have more prosperous, to have a better life. Up until 54 years ago, it was only three and a half billion people on the planet. Oh. Since yeah. the beginning. Wow. Since the beginning. I'm going to say it one more time. Since <laughs> the beginning. 54 what? years, we double the planet. planet. We can crazy. make ourselves obsolete if we don't slow down. For sure. No question. We can number ourselves out. Because we don't have those mass wipeouts of people anymore mm-hmm. that Mother Nature used to take care of all on its own. Well, drinking Corona is getting uh, the, the coronavirus <laughs> is trying to come back. But, you know, I truly hope that we can get a handle on this right. because this could be a huge epidemic. No, big. It already is mm-hmm. over in China. Yeah. It has shut the economy almost completely down. So, therefore... Just imagine how many people that's it affecting yeah. that doesn't have it, but yet it's still it's still affecting those people too. And sure. that's what we have to think about. No, just can't think about ourselves. No, I've never been that type of guy to just think about myself. For sure, I had I had eight siblings that I had yeah, to think yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so me, you know, I knew where to come. So and another thing is like the health benefits, though, right? So the weather, like, no, my mom, you know, she lived in Ohio, and I moved her out here with me, and she lived with me before she passed, and. Um, with arthritis and just the other health things that were going on, a lot of that stuff was alleviated here. So power move for me. Okay, being an ex ex athlete, uh-huh. um, choosing to do what I chose to do. Mm-hmm. I can tell you now, I endured a lot of injuries. Yeah, coming all the way up through the game. Uh, don't blame no one for them right now. I'm glad that this was my next power move and it was done for me. Okay, and that's the blessing of the greater creator mm-hmm. was a foresight for me okay. because I can tell you living in Las Vegas, I don't suffer through a lot of what I suffer through for when I just go down South in the moist weather yeah. for the week or so to visit my, visit my family. Just mm-hmm. the, even I, that short time frame, even that short time frame. Wow. I can tell you when we're going to get rain, we don't need the weather people. I you can tell you value. when yeah. we, I can tell you when there's more moisture in the air around here than it should be mm-hmm. because of just how my body reacts, how my joints react. Of course, you got to stay active. You got to mm-hmm. continue to work out. You got to mm-hmm. do those type of things in order to just continue to live and 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 hopefully, you know, don't have too many challenges as you continue to go down and mature in life. You got to continue to do those things. But the weather, I love every second of it. Yeah, I love our summers too. Absolutely, because Ooh. I tell you, I love to sweat. 
<laughs> you know, I can get out of it anytime I choose to. 100%. Uh, I can come out in anytime I choose to. So speaking of health, I mean, let's talk more like to the sports aspect of it. So the new CBA that these guys are kind of working with, man, what are your thoughts on that? Would you like to, because I mean, you you said a few things that are just kind of funny, but they're true, right? Like yes. the practices, <laughs> you know, they're yeah. having less practices. Right. Yes. Um, And maybe even touch on this, uh, the mental things that they're, you know, they're talking about and how that's affecting them, you know, so. Any any yes. any lane you want to talk about, but just kind of drop some inside knowledge. Still, though, the human body is not meant to be out as we go through the contact of which cannot be avoided right. when you playing the sport of football. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible yeah. to avoid some of the contact. Right. The human body wasn't built for that. Whether you are taking the head out of it or not, your brain is still running around in there. So I can just remember what the former players before me would tell me when I was 35, 38, mm-hmm. 40 out of the game, just monitor yourself yeah. because you're not going to be able to escape it. It happens and it's going to happen to all of us. Right. Whether you lead the game and you hardly ever lead the game without injuries, right. some form of fashion, yeah. you lead the game with some type of Something. scar is yeah. what I call it. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Right. Scar. Um, but, but, but whether 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 it's mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you leave the game. At least martially, yeah. Scarred in some type of way. Mm-hmm. So I can just tell you, being in Las Vegas for the last twenty six years, as of this coming April twenty third, and now over the last three years, and announcing that the NFL is moving to Las Vegas, and all the the amenities that it acquired that 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 is just bringing for as uh, uh, um, health and 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 the monitoring of your health and 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 just the sure care is 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 amazing. Yeah. It really is because you know of course it's going to get better as the years go on and it continue to be because it has gotten better. Right. You know so it's going to continue to get better. You know I, I can say now. I'm so glad that the Raiders are in the Valley of Las Vegas. Let's go. You know, because most people, uh, uh, they can't understand that platform Mm -hmm. if it's not in your city. City. It's hard to see that. It's it's almost impossible Mm -hmm. to to, to understand it. Right. You know, now that it's in the city, and, of course, it's being felt in in, in a lot of different avenues uh, going out into the city uh, uh, for support and 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 recognition. Yeah, I've uh, seen you holding a couple of big checks. It's out powerful. There. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so of course, it's powerful. It's it's giving more than just what's on the field. It's giving back in in the community. It's giving back in the community, and it's giving back to every aspect of the community. Because truly, it's going to take the community to continue to give to the Las Vegas Raiders. Also, right. as coming and filling that stands, and filling the seats. Sure. And I can tell you now, I've been into a lot of stadiums. Uh-huh. I've not been into that one yet, but I've been out there to the site. And as a fan, man, yeah. you guys, you're going to drive the players. We spoke about it a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. You are right on top of the field. Oh, boy. And you can draw the energy. There it is. From the fans <laughs> when there. you're right on top of them. It's like they're down into a bowl, unlike the incredible facility that Mr. Jones have, mm-hmm. has in Dallas, in Texas. Dallas, I yep. think he has his fans too far, far away, away right. from the field itself so it's energy hmm. they, that, that it's hard for the players to feel Do that, that energy yep. to get that create that true home field advantage yes no 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 they built the what sixty five thousand seat stadium out there yes tickets gonna always be in command, d- demand yes the fans are right on top of the field the gonna players like, no is gonna draw from it okay. and i can tell you now it's gonna be a super home field advantage well, at Allegiant stadium yeah. Yeah. Let's go. for the las let's vegas go. Raiders. let's go oh man all right you got anything else for yeah man i want to jump into kind of your platform just because i man there's so much we could we're gonna have to have you on the after show yeah, we too. Are gonna do we, have to, we have a little after show that we're doing just for the podcast listeners Beautiful. but um just your platform, man. We we love to give a platform. That's one of the things that we really uh, wanted to emote with this program. Mm-hmm. So what kind of things are you into, ventures that you're doing? You're more than an athlete, man. So what do you got, you know, non whatever you're out to, just kind of share. Tell us a little bit about that. Giving back is one of the true keys. Uh-huh. And uh, living in the Valley of Las Vegas, I've been fortunate enough to meet some incredible people in a lot of different 
uh, uh, avenues throughout the Las Vegas Valley that's giving in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And the way that I see that I give is helping those um, different platforms, different organizations uh, fundraise. Mm, okay. And um, it's tough, like I say, when the platform you are using is not in your city, but with the platform of the NFL and us being an NFL city now, yeah. it is easy to get people to understand just how powerful it is. For sure. So I help Vegas Sports Athletes, which is a local nonprofit organization here in Las Vegas, which provide uh, for the young youth of the Las Vegas Valley. Uh, you just come down. We'll provide all the clothing, all the necessary materials, all the the tools, the fees. Uh, we play, we, we house basketball, baseball, softball, of course, girls and boys basketball, mm-hmm. football, mm-hmm. lacrosse, and it's all housed under Vega Sports Athletes. Mm-hmm. So is that a, a location? Is it like a... It, it, it is just a nonprofit organization oh. that, that that's now um, has quite a few different teams still playing in the youth 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 the teams throughout throughout the different leagues Got of the you. Las Vegas Valley. Okay, that's awesome. So just helping them with the funds. Just helping them with the fundraise. And- uh, lately, I've been also um, uh, going out and and promoting the March of Dimes. Oh, okay, of course, you know, um, yeah. uh, um, it it come full circle with myself. Um, having a young daughter in the fifth grade um you know her her amazing teacher uh, had twins Mm -hmm. and they ended up in the NICU Mm. and uh, they was born you know a little bit early which of course we need that platform uh in order for them to get off the ground not only for them of course as they are trying to continue to develop and become uh, human beings for after also because the care will continue to go Mm -hmm. so I can tell you um what is the Saturday doing the draft? The Saturday of the draft. The 25th? Yes. 24th or 25th? Yes, at Cornerstone Park, there's going to be a walk for the March of Dimes. And it's called, um, and we would love everyone to come out and be a part. And, of course, it is for the babies in the NICU. Throughout the Valley of Las Vegas. Yeah, that NICU is something. Yes, it is, man. It's it's a, it's it's a blessing. Yeah. You and, know? And, and the people that are in there working, man, they are angels. They're they living are, angels. They are. To they be are. able to day in and day out. Yeah, my like, daughter yes. spent some time in the NICU when she was born. So. When she was born. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you. It is a blessing, brother. I can it tell is. you. It is. You know, so. So definitely uh, come out and, and help well, us support that. So we'll definitely uh, put that in the show true, notes true, and, sure. and, and even just do like a repost like around that time because there is a, so Thank much you. going so I was on. Say, if you posted it, you know, on your website, I, I I meant to bring some flyers in with me, but you know, like I say, uh, whoo, <laughs> man, scars, scars, scars. <laughs> hey, that is powerful because I can tell you, most people just see me setting up here, but if I could come in in my shorts, if mm-hmm. I can come in. And my and my and my and my wife beater, and allow you to not only look at me and see me, mm-hmm. hear me, and then you will have a better understanding of when I say scars, because you leave the game scarred some kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you now, you can see me out in the valley. You would think absolutely nothing is wrong with me at all, mm-hmm. but all legs, both scarred up, scars on my fingers. Screws in my knees, screws in my fingers, scars on my shoulder, and I still would do it over again if I yeah. had the opportunity to. Just wish I was born in this era now yeah. where these guys are truly making life-changing money, mm-hmm. and that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Not jealous, not mad, right. anything. I'm glad to see the game prosper because right. truly it is still a gladiator's game. Yes. Yeah. And you just don't start out by playing pro football, people. Right. You spend, like I say, elementary, middle school, high school, college, to become a product for the 32 owners of the NFL squads to choose. And they still, after that, want to require you to have three, four, five years of eligibility to draw a pension. Mm -hmm. Where does those years count in at? Mm -hmm. They must count somewhere. It is a league now that needs to catch up. I'm glad our collective bargaining agreement is going on. Mm-hmm. 
I can understand the veterans. That's a great point. I can understand the veterans, Mm -hmm. and also I can understand the younger guys. Right. Because the league minimum has truly jumped. Right. But after a while, it's going to be a level playing field across the board. Yeah, it needs to be. And that's the way that I see it. Yeah. There's no way that those years can't count. Right. Because I wouldn't mean be a product for you to choose to make your product incredible. incredible. So therefore, you can continue to prosper. So why do I now have to put in three, four years? Mm-hmm. I can tell you, let me go on here for a minute. Was in a meeting because I can tell you, Mr. Davis, he would invite us all back up. Went to Napa Valley like three, four times before uh-huh. they moved down here. Okay. He paid everything. We would go in and we would talk. I would go in not feeling as though I had the credibility to be able to talk because I was invested. But even though I had put the years in. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the last and final time, I got up and I and I, and I spoke. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that, that I spoke about. It's just not for me. You put the years in trying to get there yeah. once again. Mm-hmm. They also wanted to know it was 20,000 of us or so, but the NFL Players Association only had 13,000 that they could, that signed Lines up. up. Yeah. Okay. They want to know where's that other 7,000. Mm-hmm. Those are the one and two year players that know that you guys are giving them absolutely nothing. nothing. So therefore, why would I come in and show up? And right. that's the only thing that I left out of that. Mm-hmm. But that's I can real. tell you now, if they want that, that's what it is. Yeah. If you make that league one year, how can national? How can the Major League Baseball? Yeah. How can the NBA have how a one year pension for their players? Uh, hockey's that so and the hockey, same way. And the NFL do not. Yeah. So, young players, this is what I explained to you. You are going to be a veteran one day. Think about it. Yeah. You're going to be a veteran one, one day. day. Yeah. One year. One year. Mm-hmm. If you make the NFL one year. You deserve something on the back end. Absolutely, no real. question. From the years that you put in, just to become to a part of. We, we can we can definitely talk. We're gonna do a whole show on that. So oh no question, that, yeah. no question, no question. No, I love to come back. Okay, we'll definitely <laughs> do that because um, I was gonna ask you. So we have a section called dropping dimes. Yeah. But uh, where you give the assist and you give knowledge, but I think that was it. But we don't want to shut that off because I, I know you got a little more wisdom. If there's anything else that you would tell your younger self. Or tell some other players, this is the assist part of the show. That was amazing. But if there's anything else, a favorite quote you'd like to wrap it up with, man, please share that with us. No question. This is what I share with people when I go places and I see them maybe in a spat or or boasting what they may have or can do. I let them know that there's only two things that you can take to eternity with you Mm -hmm. that no one can ever take from you. And I remind them now of how Everything that the kings in Egypt and before them has all been dug up, and that is love. You can take that love that you give and that love that you receive with you to eternity and beyond because that comes from the people that you leave behind talking about you, telling people what an incredible person you were, how good you were, what type of individual you were. That love will pass on to eternity and beyond. Yeah. Can never be taken. That's deep. The love you give and the love you receive. Mm-hmm. Everything oh. else. Trust me, I've been here when Binion got all his stuff dug up in the desert. So <laughs> Yeah, you can't take it. With, right. you. Yeah. with that love. Always. There yeah. it is, man. That's big time. All right, man. Well wow. My man. That's the way you end it, right? Just like that, man. Get that kind of hand clap right there. Get that hand clap for it, man. So listen, man, we want to definitely thank Roy for coming on the show and blessing us with those knives. When you see him out and around in the town, all right, because he does a lot of great things. You hear the organizations and charities. Um, he does a lot with the you know, the lo- local Raiders handing out these checks to support the community. Yes. Uh, say what's up to him, man, because he does share that love and always has shared that love. Um, thank you for everyone that's listening out there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We're actually going to um, be talking more about the After the Show podcast called The Locker Room, you know, where Woo. we're going to start sharing some more information. Cause, uh, <laughs> cause, we, cause we go deep on it, right, Miles? For sure. All right, we man. Can go deep. We, can, we can go deep. <laughs> See, for sure. But uh, that's our time for tonight. So, uh, like I said, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Black and Sports. Uh, you can find us on all the platforms: YouTube, IG, Twitter, um, and Facebook. And uh, we are now up on our podcast on Spotify, iHeart Music, uh, Google, and then just all your favorite podcasts. So, thank you again for listening. We love you and sue me, cause I'm rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even.
assuming I'm rooting for everybody in black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody in black. Yeah. 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 Assuming I'm rooting for everybody in black. Spat out two racks on handmade new rags. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody in black. I serve everybody from sports to college class to 